Chapter 11 of What the Boys Did Over There by Henry Fox. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Fall of Cantigny by Machine Gunner George Eckerd. Before proceeding with my second story, I wish to state that Cantigny Village was the first town ever captured by the American troops in this war, and also the first battle we ever had. My division, the first, known all over France as the Black Jack Division, was named after General Black Jack Pershing. After leaving Lorraine Front and spending Christmas behind the lines, we were ordered to a more active front in Picardy, where some of the biggest battles have taken place during this great war. We relieved the second French colonial division and took over their sector. We faced the town Cantigny, which is situated 20 miles northwest of Montdidier. This town was hard to take, as there were two Prussian guard divisions against one Yankee division. Our general said, boys, we are going to take that town, and we will take it inside of 72 hours. Us boys all felt proud, and were ready to go over the top any time the order came. Jimmy Doyle, the loader on my machine gun, was the youngest boy in the battalion, and he was kind of nervous when he knew we were going over the top in 72 hours. He sat down in the dugout writing a letter to his dear mother with the shells and shrapnel going over our heads. He expected a letter from his mother for three months, but never received it. So little Jimmy put in his letter, Mother, I am writing you this letter, and it may be the last, as I am going over the top for the first time, and I am going to do my bit even if I am only seventeen years old. I wrote you ten letters, and you have not written me one. So, Mother, dear, please write your little Jimmy a letter. Goodbye, and God bless you. Jimmy. The seventy-two hours had come, and it was growing dark. We had extra ammunition stacked beside our machine gun, ready to open fire on the Huns. Little Jimmy worked hard stacking up the ammunition. The infantry was standing, too, waiting for the word. Everything was quiet. We had five minutes to think of our people back home. Little Jimmy said to me, George, you are one of my best friends. I am a kid, but if I get killed, tell my mother I died for her and the Stars and Stripes. The time had come, and the French tanks had started their engines. The red rocket went up. Our artillery laid down their barrage, and we opened rapid fire with our machine guns. Little Jimmy was feeding the gun like a veteran. Shells were whistling all around us. The captains of all infantry companies yelled, Over the top with the best of luck and give them hell. Up and at em, boys. And when they went over, the boys yelled and cheered, rushing onward to the Hun trenches. Remember the Lusitania. Remember the Antilles. Remember the U.S. Remember dear President Wilson 
and the stars and stripes. They kept on gaining, facing death and danger. We followed them up with our machine guns. The Huns started with their artillery. They thought they could stop us, but they couldn't. We always had our fighting spirit with us. The German-Prussian guards came over to meet us. Our infantry went at them, facing them. Some yelled, Comrade, but that didn't go with us. We gave them the cold steel instead. We had 500 yards to go to before we could take Cantigny. Little Jimmy Doyle was working hard at the gun, and he would say, I wonder if my mother is thinking of me. We kept moving our gun and giving them all they wanted. All of a sudden, little Jimmy fell with a Hun machine gun bullet through his head. The blood was pouring down his cheek. I went to him, gave him my first aid packet with bandages, put it around his head, but in vain. He was taking his last breath. He said, George, goodbye. I knew this was my day. He wanted to say a few more words, but could not. He lay still without breathing. He was dead, and he died with a smile on his lips. The poor lad was always happy and had a smile for whoever he met. Little Jimmy died for his country and died like a man. After taking Jimmy away, I ran back to my machine gun. The Prussians were coming over, driving back the infantry. They overpowered us, but the machine gunners all said, We're going to hold this line until the infantry gets reinforcements. We eight machine gunners were checking the Germans finally. Now and then we stopped firing. Then the Huns would rush at us, thinking that they had killed us. But we were very much alive, and as soon as they advanced a hundred yards or so, we would open up our machine guns again and give them hell. Four of the machine gunners were killed, and it was up to the remaining four to hold them back until the infantry came. Our ammunition was getting low, and I was shot through my leg by a high-explosive shrapnel. But I kept on with my machine gun until our infantry came up with the reinforcements and went over with a yell and chased the Huns back and captured Cantigny. We got that town in two and a half hours. My leg was bleeding and I had an awful pain, but I stuck to it. We went into the Hun trenches, which we had captured, and there I was treated by the Red Cross dressing station, and then we went in and brought out the German prisoners who were hiding in the dugouts and cellars of the town. Then the Germans, who were driven back to their reserve trenches, wanted to get square on us and fired over the poisonous gas. We got the signal and put our masks on and kept them on for 72 hours. Mine was an old mask, and it began to leak, until suddenly I fell, and I was unconscious for 24 hours. When I awoke, I was in the hospital, in a nice white bed, such as I had not been in for 10 months. 
Oh, didn't I sleep? They couldn't get me up for anything. I was nursed back to health, and when I went back to the front, they had a great surprise for me. I was summoned to general headquarters, and there I was awarded the French War Cross, or Croix de Guerre, for heroism during the Battle of Cantigny. We all sang the Song of Songs, over there, by the Yankee doodle boy George M. Cohen. We used this song all the time when we would march into battle, and sang it again when we came out victorious. Then I was sent home to dear America, and my people were more than pleased to see me march in a hero from over there. Then they had me talking for the Knights of Columbus Drive, Liberty Loan, also the United War Work Campaign. The American people may well be proud when their sons and sweethearts come marching home victorious, as they all fought well to make the world safe and a decent place to live in. End of chapter 11